Nick, you grew up in San Pedro. I used to live there, so I'm very familiar with the community. How many pirates are going to be coming up north on the Harbor Freeway on Friday? Ooh, uh, I know as a cis right now, I got about 20 confirmed and a possibility of eight to nine more. So a lot, and then on top of that, I'll probably have some uh, like old friends and stuff, old coaches and stuff that go on their own. All from Pedro? All from Pedro, yeah, all Pedro. <laughs> so obviously you grew up down there, and you know I, I used to work at Daily Breeze, so I'm familiar with SC and all that. What was your mindset towards the local colleges when you were growing up? Uh. Believe it or not, like growing up at Pedro, everyone's like a USC fan. I was a UCLA fan. Um, something that had to do with my brother being sick and going to the hospital out there. And then, uh, you know, a part of it is just me wanting to be a doctor. So I was more a UCLA fan than a USC fan. So, um, and then when I came to recruiting, I just wanted to make a choice that was best for me. Did you dislike SC? Uh, be honest. Ah, they, uh, they're. I feel as if they they rely a lot on their tradition, and that's that's one thing I didn't like. This uh, I felt personally like they when they had talked to me that they didn't care as an individual as so much as a player, which I didn't like. So almost like you you should be grateful that we think you should be, we even think you should be worthy of USC. <sighs> Uh, yes and no. It's like it's like they roll out the red carpet and you're supposed to like be in awe, and then you come to a program like this and it's not someone rolling out the red carpet. It's everyone like cooking in the kitchen together type deal. You know what I mean? It's just a different feel. So. Okay, with that in mind, and obviously you chose Utah. Did you still ever dream of playing in the Coliseum? Uh. The Rose Bowl. <laughs> not, Rose Bowl, okay. Yeah, not the Coliseum. Uh, and then in high school, we played in the Coliseum a couple times. So I'm already, before I even got to college, I already had played in the stadium. So I'm very familiar with it. And then growing up around it and going to the games and stuff, very familiar. So it's no big deal. Yeah, it's just it's another day, man, another, another game. How about the fact, I don't know what you have on some of the away games or home games in terms of family who's able to come up. I assume that this would be a little bit more than a regular game, whether it be here or someplace else in the conference, mm -hmm. that you would have more folks in the stadium specifically to watch you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got a bunch of people coming. Um, I got a bunch of people going to the hotel the day we land in the morning of the game and going to the stadium after the game. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be nice to, you know, have that support there in person. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's just another game, and I got to do what I got to do to be successful and not be distracted. So it doesn't provide any extra juice for you? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, subconsciously it probably does, um, just because human nature and psychology. But at the same time, it's not it's not a dependent for me. Are you aware that Utah's never won since they've been in the conference down there in the Coliseum? I'm aware, but times have changed. <laughs> yeah, no, no question. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing that I want to get to because what is the attitude of the team? Because, you know, you've been in the Coliseum, I've been in the Coliseum, you walk into that place, it's remodeled now, I understand. Mm -hmm. So I haven't been there since it's been remodeled, but I've been there many times over the last 25, 30 years, and you see the jerseys of the, the retired Heismans and, you know, the, the, the Trojan horse and all mm -hmm. that stuff. Uh, what type of attitude do you think the team has to have to make sure you're not caught up in all that mm -hmm. stuff that SC has represented over the years? 
Uh, that just falls back to what I say about they roll out the red carpet and we're more, a, you know, a family-based team. Uh, as Coach said it today in the meeting, um, it's it's like stars versus hearts, you know. They, they get all these uh, special boys and stuff that are four or five stars, and you see a program like Utah with anywhere from two to three stars, four stars, maybe one, a couple five stars. Uh, and it's the fact that we have heart and, you know, all this glory and fame doesn't really mean anything to us. You could throw all that out and try to act like you who you are, but when it comes down to it, when you start, you know, throwing hands, you're gonna see, you know, who's who. Did you have a star? What was your star? Uh, yeah, it was kind of complicated how my stars were. Twenty four or seven. I don't, I don't really believe in stars. I think they're they're stupid, to be honest. And I don't, I don't care if they find out. Uh, I mean, you see, like. Everyone, you know, develops differently. Uh, some people, I think I was maybe a low three-star, I think. Uh, and then they had and wanted to, like, have me go out to camps and stuff, but I never had accepted anything because I – you know, I thought it was dumb. I felt like if you're if you're a good player, you're a good player, and people are gonna see that in your development. Uh, everything on the field shows more than what shows on a little star chart. So you felt confident in your ability. You didn't need to do any of that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So now you've come up here and you redshirted your first year. You played a lot last year, and obviously you're starting this year. But you're moving. You've moved around a little bit. Mm-hmm. What do you feel is your best position on the offensive line? Uh, personally, I, I don't. It doesn't really bother me where I am. Uh, I don't feel as, I, as if I have a best position. Um, you look at it, there's pros and cons to everything. Uh, I stay on the outside. Uh, the con is, you know, I'm going to go against a little quicker guys and stuff, but the pro for that is, um, you know, if I get my hands on them, they're not necessarily going to be as strong or stronger than me. So, you know, the weight and the strength plays on my side when I go outside. And then you go into the inside, you get the interior dudes, more heavy set dudes, stronger, more stout. Uh, so it's going to be a lot more physical, but at the same time, then I could use my agility and my quickness to kind of overcompensate for that. So, and then when you go to center, it's a mix of everything. So it's it's just uh, you know, it's pros and cons to everything. You've spoken about your desire to go to medical school. How about any NFL aspirations? Oh yeah, I want to go to the NFL. Okay, so do you know? what people have said as far as what you think your best position would be in the NFL or is it best now since you're only a sophomore to show more versatility? Uh, I believe it's probably best to show versatility. Um, That's one thing I grew up on um, when playing football. Um, Played a bunch of positions and got to college and switched from defense to offense and now playing a whole bunch of positions. Mm So, I mean, um, like Coach Harding says, it makes you marketable. Um, There's much more value in I believe there's much more value in a player who's good, who could play from right tackle to left tackle versus one player who's really good who only plays one spot and knows only one spot. Because if you travel a guy like me, you're traveling five guys in one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I read some stuff from you earlier in the season that – you know, we knew that you were returning so many guys offensively at the skill positions, and you were returning a ton of guys defensively at all the positions except linebacker. But the big question, obviously, was offensive line. It seemed to me, reading between the lines, you took that kind of personal. Mm, I for sure took it personal. I mean, uh, for when I first take it personal, on a super personal level, uh, people would say, you know, I'm not a returner, that 
the offensive line is replacing three starters and only Orlando and Darren coming back. And that, that really pissed me off as an individual because, you know, out of all the snaps I played, out of all the games I started, they, they didn't give me their respect. Uh, you know, the October streak when we went 40 points, 40 points, 40 points and all that. And I was a part of a lot of stuff and I did some good things. Uh, you know, I wasn't perfect. No one's ever perfect. Um, and then on top of that, uh, I took it personal because, you know, our offensive linemen are solid. You got me, Paul Tawala, Johnny Maia, uh, Braden Daniels, Orlando Omana, Darren Paulo, and you got people behind us. And, uh, you know, that's one thing that coach said. It's like reloading a gun. You know, your first magazine might be gone, and that represents some of the people moving on to the NFL. But when you load up that next magazine with a couple bullets in it, you know, those bullets are going to be the same amount as deadly as the ones previously. So, And so now this is your first conference game. You're done with non-conference. Uh, people are looking at Utah to be a potential, you know, obviously a Pac-12 titleist and maybe uh, even beyond that in the playoff. How much better do you think the team needs to be going forward? Because no longer is this team the underdog up in the mountains. You guys actually are the favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't we don't let us get that get to us. Uh, you know, it's nice to have these alkaloids and have people actually finally pay you respect, but at the same time, that puts a target on your back. And uh, the way we do it is we just take it one week at a time. We're going to focus on whoever's up next. So right now it's USC, and that's all we're focused on. And we're planning on going one and all this week. And if we continue to do things how we should do, there's no reason why we shouldn't have an undefeated season. Offense has looked really good against maybe not the best competition. Mm. How much better do you think it can get over these next nine games when you're in conference? Uh, I think w- – Offense, defense, everyone as a whole has been taking steps forward as season's gone on, you know, first game jitters and all that. Um, and it's not like we went against bad uh, defenses. You have BYU, which is a good independent school. You have NIU, and they're the champions of their conference. And then you had Idaho State, who went to the uh, final championship bracket at their conference. So it's, it's not necessarily like we're playing down to a different level of individuals who are not as good as us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that goes back to you know, all this, like, fame and glory and stuff, and we're just taking it one week at a time. We don't really um, – what am I trying to say? It's a fact we're, we're going to just take one one step every week. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And make a yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, you've been seeing that over the past couple right. weeks okay. as the offense and the defense, so – since uh, USC recruits a lot of local guys, you know anybody personally on that team? Yeah, I know a couple people, but <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, I, you know, I talked to a bunch of people, at, not only at SC, UCLA, ASU, a bunch of places, right. and you know, it's all it's all jokes and games and stuff. And you know, we support each other when we're not on the field, but as soon as we get on the field, it's it's lights out. It's you know, it's just like old days. No one no one cares. It's football. So you anticipate a nice I don't want to say reunion, but a gathering with your family. At the Coliseum after the ball game. Oh yeah, yeah, it'd be uh, it'd be fun with a victory. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. All right, thanks, Nick.